Nah, what I got right over here is uh, a good old Cervasius for this Sunday. Sunday fun day. Oh, that's good. It matches with, with, with who we're interviewing today. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good, you know, you're drinking. Yeah, that's good. And you're in a bartender today. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. This is episode 22 of uh, 22, the Shut In Podcast. We're... Uh, kicking it different weather now it's not cold anymore it's hot in georgia um and we're chilling right here watching some some shit about tiger woods well i'm i was reading about tiger woods right now and how all the dudes from gopher weren't rocking his uh they're rocking the red shirt have you know have you check any of that out I'm trying to show ah. trying to show that oh, like some solidarity love. solidarity yeah. with big yeah, there's no details on the accident. Apparently, it seems like it's something just like, you know, um, something normal-ish, I guess. Well, he was hauling ass, bro, with that with, with that spot. I know, I know, you probably drove through that spot because you know that that spot, that that little curve that's right there, bro. It's it's a little it's a little dicey, dog. Yeah, yeah, it's right there in PV, right? Yeah, it's it's like I think it's Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah, that should have been. I don't know. Who knows what was going on? Maybe he was in a, in a rush, but that's what happens. You gotta yeah stay stay in your lane. Be careful. Take your time. Take your time. Uh, that's what I think it was. Like he was probably rushing it because they said that he wasn't like drunk or anything. But I think he was probably yeah. rushing to try to get somewhere. And this fool no Savia like right there that you know you have you can't be rushing in those curves. Yeah, that's that's true. That's facts. Hopefully, yeah, good old Tiger Wood. Can uh, make a comeback again? Well, know? yeah. Well, that sh- that shit got me. Like, I was like, man, that's 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 fucked up, bro. Because I would had seen like little videos that he was on training with his son, bro. Like, he yeah. his son, like, was his little golfer food. I mean, his son, and like, he was getting him good, bro. But like, and now with this, it's gonna be hard for him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, apparently that he was sustained... addicted to pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like another. You know what I mean? Like. He was addicted to pills. Now he's gonna go through surgeries. They're gonna give him pills again and shit. Like, so it's it's, it's bad. Well, hopefully he recovers. Um, we we hope him the best. He's the only reason I ever really even cared a little bit about about, about golf because I didn't ever watched any of that. Um, but now that I'm older, sometimes I do be watching golf, but only for like five minutes. <laughs> Or just enough to so it won't get you fucking enfadado. I don't know. It's like I feel like being there watching it live or something might be different, you know? It it may be just like baseball. You know how baseball is like yeah. when you're at the stadium is like more fun and shit. Yeah. Well, um well now we welcome our guest. Oh, where'd he go? Let's do it. He was just here. <laughs> he was just here and then uh, well, our guest today is a, a bartender. He's from Wilmington, right, Sax? Yeah, he's from Wilmington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from what's his name is um his bartending business top shelf bartending. Yeah, top shelf. But no, man, I want to do some. What that can say. 
Yeah. Yeah, ahorita que venga, que, que venga para atrás, we want to do some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's time. You no, know, but yeah, that, that's the how point. Did you get, how did you get linked up with them, anyways? Well, my my sister, my sister knows them. I guess they're like from the same age and shit. They went to high school together, and she's been following him on Instagram. And she told me, like, hey, he has a little, you know, he does a little bartending thing on the side. And she knew the thing that that you know that me and you are doing that like we want to interview people from Wilmington, you know, entrepreneurs and people that you know that just are doing their thing, dog. Something different, something different from Wilmington. We know we're known. What we we must is known for you know gang banging, selling dope, and you know always always a negative negative connotation for being from Wilmington. Like oh, you're from Wilmington, oh, it's ghetto. You know what I mean? Now now it seems like our community, like it's you know it's branching out different stuff and. Like people are doing stuff now. Like it's you know it's not just artists, it's not just rappers. Like you know what I mean. It's different yeah. things now. It's like what we had last time. Those implicados. It's it's groupos. It's people cooking. It's people doing bartending. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that that's what we're trying to do, though. We're trying to give our people, you know, from Wimas, a, a, a you know, like a little platform. Maybe we don't have a big platform, but you know what I mean. Just. You know, get them out there at least a little bit, dog. Get whoever we can. How yeah, about? Yeah, and, and then you know, you get to you get to learn about people too, and just like hear stories and shit, and different backgrounds and all that. You know, that's the whole point. It's just like trying yeah. to trying to fill out the different vibes and the peeps. And that's how you say help help people to help you. Yep, yep, yep. You scratch yours, I scratch mine. We scratch each other's. Oh, like nah. cats and dogs, <laughs> like cats and dogs. <laughs> um, but uh, while we wait, while we wait for him to join, um, I'm rocking this fucking this Undertaker shirt. And I think I'm gonna start making it a a, a thing, bro. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to find unique fucking shirts out there and start rocking some some dope shit. But I do want to start getting more wrestling shirts, and I found websites, bro. But I mean, they're charging like. What is it? Like, I saw a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt that was, like, 60 bucks, and it was faded, bro. Like, I had no business, you know, being... Being 60 bucks. Yeah, but it's supposedly, like, a rare T-shirt, but it's, like, Austin 316. It's, like, one of those mosquito, mosquito hoes. All right, here he comes. Here comes our guest joining us. What up, what up? What up, though? All right. He's got himself... Muted still, but he got the bunny ears and the. <laughs> yep, yeah, <laughs> that's that's unique. Let me see. Yeah, you should be able to unmute yourself. There you here go. Comes here, it comes. What it do? What up? What up? What's, what's up, man? Hold on, bro. I, I still got the. I still got bunny ears on me. That's just tight, though. Uh, hey, yeah, hey, fuck <laughs> it. Well, can, that's you, tight, can, you, bro. can you make sure you let us know you're not a bunny? You got to. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'm good. We're good. He's a real know. human being. Right. Nah, so come yeah, in. Well, you know today. The homie. We're on my daughter's uh, iPad. She, she she does does the Zoom meetings for school. Nice. That's funny because uh, I was actually I, I was using an uh, a school account, um, to in order to get the Zoom meetings like to ha- to extend for the unlimited amount of time and all that. So, right, <laughs> <laughs> we were cheating. Yeah, man, we're good now. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man. Well, first and foremost, uh, welcome, man, and uh, thank you for stopping by and, and having yeah, this convo th- with I don't us. Thank you, my sister. My sister had told me, and, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm down, man. I was like, he's from Wilmington. That's what we're trying to do here, you know, like interview people from 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 our hood, you know, from Wilmington, like 
you know, people that are doing entrepreneurship, like, you know, like doing different stuff. You know, I was telling this to like, you know how women is always known for like all gang banging, being cholo, slanging dope, like, and like, like our generation oh. is different, bro. I'm seeing that there's a bunch of different shit going on. People cooking, making drinks, bar, like, you know what I mean? Artists, like, like it's different. Like people now from over here, like we're, no, we're not just trying to have that name of women to like, oh, some cholos. Yeah, I think that that fame for Wilmington is always going to be there, like that stigma. But there, like you guys said, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of people doing different things besides that. That's just what what gets you know stands out. Kind of like the the whole stigma that Compton has. People hear Compton, and yep. they hear it all bad or just stuff they see in the movies. But that there's a lot more to it. They don't realize that there's ranchos. That's what I tell people out here. There's like <laughs> some people that talk, like, you ever been to Compton? I'm like, yeah, I've been to Compton. But it's like, I've been to like the countryside. Like, believe it or not, there's like a lot of food with ranchos and horses and, and all, all kinds of cattle and shit. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. If you drive down Rosecrans, you're, you're, you'll see a couple people on horses yep, just riding around. Yup, yup. Yeah. I used to go get, uh, yeah, are you familiar with Pajaretes by any chance? Pajaretes, yeah, with the tequila and the, you know the, the coffee powder, the chocomil powder. Yup, and, <laughs> and then you basically and then you go to the cow and straight from the cow, boo, boo, like they echan la leche. Straight. It's crazy. I, the first time I tried it, I was like, I, I I don't know. It took me a while. I kept looking at it like, do I really want to drink this? And then after I took the sip, I was like, this shit is bomb. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting over it, right? Yeah. So fucking listen, to, introduce yourself, bro. Like we got into it too quick, you know. But that's how we are here. Like no, we start. Like the net like chemistry right away. So you know, introduce yourself, bro. Like your your business. Like you know, you like your bartending and stuff. And you know, let let them know. Right. So I mean, my name is Julian. Most people don't call me that. Most people uh, are in my circle call me Jules, and that's kind of that's why my Instagram name is that. My my business is Top Shelf Bartending. So basically. It's a mobile bartending business, so it's kind of different. It's not traditional. Like, you walk into a bar and, you know, you, you expect to see a bartender. Yeah. Our, my focus has always been more like uh, private events. Like, uh, it could be anything. It could be graduation parties, quinceañeras, we weddings is a big one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just all-around backyard parties, man. Small, big, it doesn't really matter. But, like, I, when I started bartending, I dabbled in the – in the bars and and yeah you know different events like uh the long beach grand prix stuff like that but i'm like for me it was i never really liked it it wasn't for me uh so i just kind of started doing my own thing gotcha. and stuff and events all that yeah that's cool that's that's so so that's pre tight. pre starting your own business you you were like you were a bartender like you you that's that how you started or was it just like a hobby yeah yeah so I had a job, but on the I always kind of just did extra things on the side. So I started, you know, it was more of a hobby gotcha. when I had a job. And it was, I kind of, I would read books. I would watch videos on YouTube and just honestly practice a lot at home. Just be like, oh, shit, it looks kind of dope. Let me try it. Let yeah. me make it. And I would make it for friends or or just people that were around and let them try it. I'm like, oh, shit, this is good. You know, I think with alcohol, a lot of people are there's a there there's like a, a lack of knowledge on how much alcohol is really out there how to mix it people, yeah, yeah you know a lot of times people don't know how to order a drink so if you introduce them <laughs> to something you know they kind of they're like oh shit this is new i never i never knew this or this existed and um that's kind of that's kind of the way i started doing it and then i was like you know what i kind of like this shit. it's it's fun 
So I was like, let me go the legit route, which was going to going to a bartending school, okay. learning, you know, the proper way and, you know, get a certificate. And I'm like, OK, let me pursue getting a job. And I did. But like I said, it wasn't the, the bar life wasn't really for me. Like I worked at a Buffalo Wild Wings for about a year okay. and it was fun. But I'm like, I didn't see myself there long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, right. It seems like you the whole time already kind of envisioned it being like your own business kind of thing. Right. Like it kind of it kind of grabbed legs on its own, man. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't really planned. It was more of people like, oh, shit, like, hey, you bartend? I'm like, yeah, you know, I would we'd be at parties and people, I I'd see alcohol and, and my instinct was just like, let me hook up some drinks for people. But here, try this, try that. And then, you know, yeah. I, I just end up behind the bar making people drinks. We were like, it was like, oh shit, you bartend? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, how much will you charge me to bartend? I'm just like, it, it's almost like it, it kind of took its own grasp and was like, yeah. well, fuck, I don't know. And I'm like, just buy some alcohol, hook it up for you. And then from there, it just kept progressing. And then it was, let me, let me kind of take this a little more serious. Yeah, yeah. Let me start charging people a certain price to bartend and, and that's really how it how it took off. That's cool, man. Hey, that's real cool. Like just naturally talking to people, como tú dices, ahí, like you doing your thing, and then it just just happened, bro. That's tight. That's that's real cool. Just yeah, natural. and especially because you know, I think before it wasn't it wasn't commonplace to see bartenders at a party, and now it's more yeah, it's a more normal thing, like like it's almost like having a taquero there or a dj <laughs> yeah. and you start to network yep. with these people and people pe you know a, a lot of my business just started coming from people being like oh shit like this is dope i'm having a party in a few months like how do i book you nice and, word of mouth yeah yeah man that's dope yeah the oldest oldest form of uh, advertising it works man yeah and yep. then now instagram yeah now instagram is like on steroids and shit <laughs> right yeah, yeah you know the the networking is a big part of it, man. Like you start to know, like like I said, DJs, taqueros, wedding planners. Yep. And you know, sometimes like with these wedding planners, they have a reputation, and and they see if you come professional and 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 you know represent them well, they're gonna they're gonna recommend you. So yeah, that's that's, that's kind of how I ended up in it. Oh, that's good, that's man. So, that's good. good. Yeah. That's good. Just and, putting in work. And what do you have like a like a specialty or like kind of like is there like what's your thing, you know, that that you kind of kind of like Yeah, man, like I got a couple specialty drinks that I actually came up with like recipes of my own. Like like I've never been one to just follow the grain and and do what traditionally everyone does. I think that's kind of why I ended up out of the bars because a lot of the bar owners like all, all they really care about is their bottom line. Yeah, yeah. How much money they're taking home at the end of the night. I used to like to get creative and be like, let me see how this mixes with that. Or let me, uh, you know, I used to like to use a lot of fresh ingredients like limes, fruits, uh, lemons. I'm like, that stuff, it gets expensive sometimes to them. Yeah. And that's kind of what drove me away from the bars. So, like, I have a couple recipes, like uh, jalapeno cucumber margarita. Damn. I have a drink I call a Mexican lollipop, which is like, uh, like if you remember ball. those candies, we, we all... Bro, all of us used to eat these in junior high. Those sandia candies with the chili. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I still eat Bro, those shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I remember being on my couch one day. This is this, this literally how I came up with this drink. Bro, I was drinking uh, those mango ones, not the watermelon, the mango. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, this shit's bomb. This would probably be bomb as a drink. I think I was watching soccer or boxing. I don't even remember. And um, 
I was like, I can make this into a drink. So I, you know, I, I grabbed some couple ingredients and, and, you know, I just blended up some mango with, with, with tequila, put some tapatio, tahini, some fresh lime in there. And, you know, just playing with the ingredients, you're like, okay, I should you know, put some chamoy on the rim and, yeah. and just hooked it up. So those, those are kind of like my specialty drinks. Like I have, I have a couple mango recipes. I have jalapeno cucumber. That one sounds good. Like the, oh, that, that's, that's my most requested one, bro. It's crazy. Hell yeah. I, I, it's funny because I'm like, we're, we're from Mexican background. That sounds bomb to us. And you tell someone like, a, like a, I don't know, a different race and be like, oh, jalapeno. And they're like, oh, no, jalapeno is spicy. <laughs> spicy drink. They're like, no, man, wait till you try this shit. And it's crazy because I'll try it and the cucumber offsets the spiciness. Yeah. So you, you kind of get that balance. And it's crazy, man. It's, it's fun. It's a very fun thing to do, especially when you, get, you catch people's reactions. Yeah, oh, hey, they're bomb, bro. My sister... Got one for Super Bowl weekend, and she only got a couple. I was like, bro, you should have told me those shits were fire, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a mango, and I don't know, but damn, they're bomb. And then that cucumber with jalapenos sounds fire. Yeah, man, I was just making them last night for a little event. I was bartending on right here in the city of Carson, close by. And um, it, it, it's cool, man, because being kind of working for yourself, you get to, like, decide what you want to make when you go to a bar you know you're you're expected to to make what people ask for yeah so in this in this setting i'm kind of like a lot of times with weddings people are like you know hey how do, what do i serve you know they're not as experienced and I, I always try to set a menu for them like hey you want to you want to serve tequila this is what we go with we want to serve whiskey this is what we go with you know they expect you to be that expert yeah and i think All also right. too like sometimes when like if you go to a, any kind of event like that like a wedding for example like it's cool. I always liked it when they have uh, certain drinks because then it doesn't give the person too many like options because then any person's going to come in like, oh, I want an adios. And then another person's going to come and they're going to be like, well, I want this. And if you already have something preset for them, yeah, right. if they want it, if they really want an adios over your cucumber jalapeno drink, then they're tripping. But I feel yeah. like you're you kind of help them out. You help the, the person out by already making a choice or giving, you know Having what I mean? It. And then, if, and then if they if they really do want something else, and I guess you know I don't know how that works at that point. It's like, well, I don't got the ingredients. De la, de la pelaste, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? And it's funny because a lot of times, no matter no matter if you got those drinks, you always have that one person that no like, hey, get out right. yours. And I'm like, and I kind of like to joke with people, like, because I like to fuck with people, man. I like to talk shit, and I'll be like, hey, bro, this is a wedding. This is not a little college party. And kind of like, <laughs> you know, it's it to me, it's funny. Um, or people be like, can't get a Jaeger bomb? I'm like, bro, you're almost 30. Like, you drink Jaeger bombs in your 20s. <laughs> you know, we're, we're too old for that now. You're too old. That's what upset your stomach, dog. For real. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Nah, but it's, just, it, it's fun. That setting, you know, to just have fun with people. I think it's, it's part of being a bartender. Like, they kind of expect that that personality from you. Yeah, talk. because. Yeah, yeah. Especially, like, you know, a wedding, the person kind of might go back and go to the party. But, like, if you, when you work at a, like, like when you were working at Buffalo Wings, like, I'm sure there's always, like, you know, a person who stays there, like, two, three hours. And it's, like, sometimes those people are, like, you know, whether it's, like, are they by themselves or whatever, they sometimes do want to have, like, a combo, want someone to pick their brain or at least, you know, like, give them some attention or whatever. Because I was never a true bartender. I just worked at, I just served beer at a, it was at a Dominguez Hills. There was a bar in there, the 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 DH Sports Lounge. And a lot yeah. of the people who were, were in there, they're, like, getting out of class and they just want to bullshit, you know? Like, you put some music on, talk about some shit like that, and then you kind of get their mind off of, 
school for like that hour and luego se van bien pedos uh, <laughs> it was crazy that having having a bar on 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 campus is dangerous man but um but yeah like the personality going back to what you were saying like personality is really important when it comes to no no how you said like at a, yeah at a wedding like even like how you say you have a personality you be talking to people like that makes sometimes people want to go like fuck let me go get another drink just to go alone go say what's up to the fool like yo my tipper some shit, you know, like, you know, if yeah, you have yeah. a good personality, bro, that shit, you know, I try out a gente mas, like, like, oh, hell yeah, you know, this was cool. Boom, my right, boom, let me get something, boom. You know what I mean? Like, boom, 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 right, boom, right. boom, 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 that's what <laughs> it is. It's just boom, boom. If you know how to talk to people, it, it's, it, just... it's part of the ambiente, bro, because I think, like, especially, like, you're mentioning weddings, a lot of times people are uptight. They're like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big event, and people are kind of on edge or nervous. Yeah. And, and for me, what I'm out, Cause I, I've done so many now. I'm like, I've noticed people, I, I take them off edge, you know, just with your personality. And I'll be like, man, sometimes I'll just joke. I'm like, hey man, all you guys are fucking nervous. Like, let's take a shot right now. And I'm like, just no. start lining up shots and be like, okay, you know, Ramonos, like yeah. this is just another family party. It's yeah. just a bigger one. You know, it's, it relaxes them a little bit. Yup. 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 It does actually does. Cause for this was wedding. It's- all everybody was relaxed. <laughs> we all got fucked. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, man. When we did the when I did the wedding, like I told I told my wife, I was like, if we're gonna like have a bar, cause that that place had the option like of um of having them sell the beer, the alcohol to you, or you could bring whatever beer you wanted, and then you know you're obviously you just pay for the bartenders for the people to serve or whatever. And I was like, if right. people are gonna go to my house, like I, I mean to my house to my party, like I don't want them to be you know, having to spend money. Like if they want to tip the bartender, that's one thing, but I want them to just be able to chill and, you know, drink, take shots or whatever. But the only right. thing that kind of sucked, oh, you know, I guess it didn't suck. I guess it was kind of a good thing in a way is that they, they were only giving like one beer per person. You know, they didn't want, you know, instead of letting one person go and get like five beers, because then you end up with a shit ton of cans everywhere. You control it. Exactly. Yeah. So I thought that was like, at first I was a little disappointed because there was a line and he, like once the bar opened, huh, pinche liniota. But that was but only... Go ahead, go ahead. But if you knew the secret, all we did, we gave the lady like 20 bucks of a tip. We just put a, a bunch of dollars. That's all like it takes, dollars. so many times. Yup, and we were just fucking getting in front of everybody, just getting our drinks in front of everybody. They were like, what the hell? We're like, hey, we're getting drinks for the fucking, for the groomsmen and for us, not like for the groom and everybody. They were like, ah. And the bartender was a trip and we hooked her up. We're like, come on. Yeah. All the homies are hooking their up. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, bro, it's, it's the same way with me. You know, I, I'll have people walk up to me and be like, hey, like I straight have people come up to you. Hey, uh, I'm not used to standing in lines. I don't like waiting in lines. And, you know, they'll have me 40 or 50 bucks. And I'll be like, okay, you know, I get it. I got you. you know, it's... <laughs> and it's going to upset some people, but it's it's part of the game. You know, it's it's, it's part of the hustle. Yeah. Yeah. People got to know how, how it moves. Those tips, the tips go a long way, man. Like, shit, you know, it's amazing. It, it's funny because people, I mean, tips is like, a, it's a crazy thing. It's a different cultures take it different ways like certain cultures don't tip yeah. certain ones do some take it offensive um but the first true. thing i learned about tips is um it's an it's actually an acronym a lot of people don't know this tips is an acronym sent for to ensure proper service gotcha and i had never thought about it that way i'm like i was always tossing to the kid like tip your barber you know yeah. tip your valet driver you know, so it goes a long way. I'm like, you tip whoever the hell you want to tip. I'm like, if, if it, it's customary here to tip, you know, your servers and yeah. restaurant workers, valet drivers. But I'm like, really, you should tip anyone you want to tip. Like, and 
And it doesn't even have to be cash. I'm like, I've had people tell me before, like, hey, man, like, uh, I don't have cash on me, but this is the best fucking drink I ever had. I'm like, that's a compliment. That's a tip in itself. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's a, it's a compliment. Yeah, yeah. It makes you feel good. You remember those. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. That is, that's right. Um, yeah, I, man, tips, tips went a long way for me, especially when in high, in college, you know, you're fucking broke and you get those, you're like, yeah, student, it's bro. like any money and any money coming in is like, hell yeah. Little you know, something, little something. Um, and then it also gave me like, I ain't going to lie, like be pre, pre being a bartender. Like, I, I mean, I did tip, but I, I always kind of like, you know, it's like, ah, this is, you know, would I would be stingy or whatever. And then you become a bartender and you put yourself in those, in that position. You're like, fuck, like I was being an ass, <laughs> you know, like, unfortunately it took that for me to, to wake up and realize. And then after that, I was tipping, you know, especially when the person is trying hard and like, you know, they're yeah. putting in the work and like, they actually care that whatever that your food is good or that your drink is good and all that. And, and if they're right. cool, you know, if they bring like good energy and, and all that, then it's like, and you know, you, they deserve, they deserve that shit, man. And it's tough, man. That business is a, it's rough. It's a rough, rough fucking business. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize that, that like people in the service industry, they make a minimum wage. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, that minimum wage doesn't go very far. They depend on those tips to pay their bills. And, you know, lucky for me, I'm in a position where, when I started doing this, it was always a side hustle for me. And it, it always is. And I think that's why I'll never let it go. Cause to me, it's, I, I still have fun doing it. Like, 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 you know, you were saying you're part of the ambiente, like just having a good time. I'm like, to me, that's, I'm going to do that regardless. Yeah. So the money's just, it's just cake. It's, it's, it's icing on it's the icing cake. On I'll the, take yep. it home and have fun with it. Yep. But um, once you start doing it, like you're, you're describing about, you depend on it, you stop having fun. So, so you know, you might be rude to people yeah. or stuff like that. I'm like, lucky for me, I'm, I'm just having a good time. Yeah, and that's yeah. how, you, you know, you're having a good time and you're making your dreams. That's probably, you know, you're the silent master, like creativity because you're having fun. You're like, let me see what, you know, what can I do? Boom. Like mix up with shit. Yeah, bro. That's what it is. You always got to have love for what you do, dog. Because if you don't have love for what you do, como tu dices, you lose interest. Yeah. And, yeah, it's kind of like the love of the labor. Like, like mm -hmm. you, you will lose interest in it. Like, like once, once you start being forced to do it, you're not gonna have an interest in it. And, and for me now, like I'll still get creative, you know, here and there. Like I don't drink as much probably as you know a while back, but still, like I don't honestly, to be honest with you, I don't even really drink my drinks. When I drink, I just drink straight liquor, like whatever <laughs> it is I'm drinking. Like right, bro, right now I got. Glass of tequila is straight. There's nothing in it. Gotcha. And yeah. and there's people, you know, just like I said, I get a kick out of seeing their reaction. It'd be like, the fuck is we gonna make a drink with jalapenos? Like, nah, what do you mean? This is gonna be nasty. And then you, you know, throw in their face and be like, fuck, it hits. I'm like, oh shit, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that. So it's fun. And I had I had a fucking uh, jalapeno. What, 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 what it was like a tequila mixed drink thing, and uh, at the the visit the V room, I think, right there in Long Beach. It yeah. was like a couple days before New Year's and shit. And I went there with my brother and it was like a dollar. It was like the cheapest drink. It was like the special of the day. But that one was just straight jalapeno. Like you took, I started drinking it and like, oh my God, like that shit burned. It was not enjoyable. Yeah, that shit burned. Te quemó el hoyito when it came out. Cuando entró y cuando salió. Salió. Bro, they left the semillas in there. It was like, bro, it was just like a, it was because, you know, the tequila already is, is you know, it's going to give you a little bit of a sting, but like with the jalapeno, right. I was like, hijo de eso. But. Tienes que sacar las semillas. Las semillas are in there, cause that sting. 
man yeah 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 i bet yeah that's true because even when when i make like uh when i make certain salsas and stuff like that like my, if i don't want it to be super spicy you could take the vein out and like the and the seeds and then that because that's where all the real the that's the, the powerful shit is. that's yeah. for the spice yeah it's funny man because when i when i set up these events for people to bartend a lot of times like i said the jalapeno drinks is, is very highly requested for me people will you know, you make them a list of what to buy. And sometimes people will, will, will take shit real literal. Like, I'll put jalapenos. I had somebody buy me literally a jar of fucking jalapenos, <laughs> like a, a, a can, bro. Canned jalapenos. They're pickled and everything. Oh, like, hey, it's just not going to work, bro. I need fresh jalapenos. We're not fucking going to make carnitas. Oh, we, need fucking, oh. we need fresh jalapenos to make some drinks. That's and then uh, I had I had one lady one time. She brought me serrano pepper. Oh, like, this, these are too spicy. Yeah. I'm like, not gonna work. So I mean, being in the situation, you just gotta adjust. Sometimes I'm like, I remember just using very little of that serrano, but it was still kicking too hard, bro. Yeah. That serrano is just different. Oh yeah, that's that's always that's, it's always hot. good to like you know when I cook to throw you throw a couple serranos and jalapenos is more like the flavor. You know, it gives you the 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 pepper that peppery taste or whatever but That's the so yeah and, and there's people now that you know they play with the like chipotle and habanero but to me i'm like that that's that's too spicy that's yeah. you know for your mariscos and your food you know yeah yeah, yeah. i feel that yeah because jalapeno is just on the border jalapeno is on the it's right on the border of being like spicy and like because you can get a couple that sometimes are, they're sweet yeah but a lot of times you know they they're not that bad they're just like it's all flavor right I agree. It's like the pitines ones. Have you seen the little the little bolitas that they crush and shit? The little well, I always I always joke about those because uh those are dangerous. You know, you have those old school Mexican parents and they walk into a party and then they pull a little bolsita mm-hmm. out with the chiles. I'm like, <laughs> bro, that's, I remember joking, but that shit straight looks like pulling out some drugs, like some shit they're yep. not supposed to have. Look what I got. You know, I start dangling <laughs> in your face. And I that's fact that my, my dad, because my dad has a bunch of different Rosales on the side of the house, and he has like I think he has at least like four or five, and like they vary, you know, in like cut and color and taste and all that. And right. when, when it's when it's giving a lot of fruit, he goes on, you know, and he gets all of them and he fills up a bunch of Ziploc bags and he just shows up. Yeah, he shows up to my uncle's house or like hey ta boom, bolsota de and they're spicy. Dude. Well, it's just funny because it's it- it's, it's like they're pulling out different strings. Yeah. Like, look what I got. And then like, <laughs> some are competing with each other, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, for real. My my girl's dad, too. She My wife's dad, she, he, uh, he'd be hooking it up with um with the dried ones. Like, he dries them out. And he gives you just, yeah. like, the like uh, the peppers, like, in a, what do you call it? Like, for pizza, you know, when you put it in pizza, like, it gets, like, flaky. Like crushed peppers. Yeah, crushed yeah, peppers. Crush That's they're so easy. But anyways. <laughs> so easy, but, but uh, so hard. Right. <laughs> but but man that's that's the that's that seems like a, a it's almost like like djing and like the the energy that a dj brings to a party because like some djs just they're all they do is spin and then there's the ones that get on the mic and they're like mcs you know they're like controlling they're the party people, yeah? yeah they're controlling the, the whole fucking vibe and everything and i feel like that along with the a good bartender, bartender like tender yeah it makes that it makes that that party pop it, yeah, it makes, it's the trifecta, it bro. It's the trifecta is literally like the bartender, the DJ, and the food. If the food's good, mm-hmm. you know, the DJ can get like I've seen good DJs, I've seen bad ones. Like you said, there's the ones that get on the mic, there's some that won't get the fuck off the mic. It's like, <laughs> bro, stop talking. Like, you're fucking killing it. Just play the songs, you know. And and there's ones that are real good, like you said, they just 
almost look at it like a point guard, like like in basketball. Like my job is to just fucking get the drinks out there, get people back, get them back on the dance floor, and then the DJ handles them. Then he takes a little break, then they come back to me. Yeah. You gotta, you kind of gotta know how to play your role. Yeah, a little cycle. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And and you know, there's there's events where you you have to like kind of read the room. Like I remember when I first started bartending, like a lot of times you it, it's kind of like an actor bro you you're, you're standing up there and it's you by yourself behind the bar and there's like 30 40 people staring at you <laughs> and i used to get fucking nervous i would take a shot or take two <laughs> shots of tequila before I would start, man, just, just to kind of fucking get those nervios out of my system yeah and be like okay once once you you're ready to go okay i got this shit and then that's really all you're doing as a bartender because people look at bartenders like almost like a fucking like legendary thing. And I'm like, we're just fucking people like anyone else. Yeah. We're just back there trying to, you know, do our job, but at the same time, have a good time. And you're really just playing the role of an actor when you're back there. It's kind of like you're a different personality. Yeah. And I think like people that know me personally kind of notice that like when I'm, you know, by myself, you know, or with very few people, I'm just real fucking quiet. But then when I'm behind the bar, I'm kind of like a whole different person. Talk yeah. Yeah, to me, I'm like, it's just that's my that's my other personality that's back there. So, so how long have you been doing it, like independently now? To be honest with you, bro, people ask me that a lot, and I don't know. Um, <laughs> I really don't know how to answer it because I'm like, I, I was fucking around with alcohol and, and mixers as as early as like my Banny High days. Like, oh shit, I was in, nice. <laughs> we were like 17, 18. We we're not even supposed to be drinking, <laughs> <laughs> we're, you know. <laughs> You know, all your homies were scraped together like 20, 30 bucks to get get someone's older brother to get you a bottle of Bacardi. Yeah. And then, you know, I remember that's drinking. Here? That's us. <laughs> Money, Monica, Monica used to get his fucking drinks and then this fool's older brother used to get Damn, his drinks throwing, Hey, hey throwing them under the bus. Re- Fuck <laughs> it. Throw them under the bus. I remember listening to, I remember listening to your guys' episode where he said that. He's straight throwing, throwing sister under the bus. Like, <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Everybody used to be but, like, right and and that's that's it's, bro it's crazy because i'm like even though we didn't know each other before we were doing the same exact shit back then you know we'd go get a <laughs> bottle of bacardi 151 which if you know what bacardi 151 is it's, it's the highest alcohol limit that california allows and it was just straight nasty bro i remember trying to drink this shit. i'm like this is disgusting like why are you guys drinking this and it was just to get fucked up yeah i remember taking <laughs> yeah. like random shit bro i would grab dole juice and, and rockstar energy drinks Ooh. and i would just start mixing drinks up and i'll be like all right this ain't so fucking bad <laughs> and then that's really how i kind of started but like legit serving parties like like probably about 2005 damn was so when you've been in the game you've been in the game for yeah i've been in the game for a while that's tight that's tight just I started with with honestly a lot of local people and and that's that's the the love of Wilmington. I think a lot of times like like you said like we just support our own. Yeah. So I remember having a lot of these longshoremen like fuck shout out to longshoremen bro. They love to party. Yeah. Like like the they get a certain like um like a fucking stigma of the way they are or whatever. But I'm like they, they work hard like the rest of us. They fucking like to have a good time. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So we would um they would hire me to bartend some of their parties and then that's how i would do i would just start to network with them hey who's your bartender and they you know i remember just start handing out business cards and be like here hit me up i'll hook you up and and to this day i still been bartending for a lot of those people it's crazy because 
I'll bartend their baby showers. And I'm like, <laughs> eight, nine years later, bro. I'm like, these little kids. I'm like, bro, I remember being at your baby shower. Your ass wasn't even born yet. That's crazy. And That's I was crazy. I was getting your deals and your tias <laughs> drunk and everything. Like, <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. Damn. What what can what can you say has been like the biggest lesson, man, that you've learned like throughout throughout this journey of you putting in that work, man? I think the biggest lesson that I learned like early on was that like when you try to start a business or or try to do your own entrepreneur thing, a lot of people are gonna try to knock you off or knock you down, like kind of make fun of it. Like I remember people laughing at me or doing shit. Yeah. And you just you don't got don't stop, man. Because I'm like, I look at some of these big companies like like Apple started in the garage, Amazon started in the garage. Yeah. Like if you don't look back at how you started and you don't cringe a little bit, then then you know you're not really an entrepreneur in my eyes. Because I remember, bro, when I started, I was I didn't know fucking what I was doing. I was like, but as as you do one and another and another and another, you just keep getting better. Yep. I'm sure you guys are experiencing it. Like like when you probably first started. You're not as comfortable. You're more comfortable now than when you nah, first started. Absolutely. We got two episodes that we didn't release. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we get in trouble with those. <laughs> That's the last files. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those I don't think those will get out. I think if, if Chris wants to yeah, Chris wants to blackmail me one day, like fuck stacks. <laughs> I'm keeping the company. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah man and it's, it's really like that i'm just like you know you, you just don't stop like if, if you fucking see a vision for yourself like just keep chasing it because nothing's gonna stop you from getting to it but if you just start letting people get in your ear and all that then, then obviously you know you're gonna fucking quit because there's been plenty of times where i was just like even now bro there's times i'm like fuck i don't do i really want to keep bartending and then you know i'll have a good night where i have you know i have fun and the party will be fun and there'll be live music like Banda or something there. I'm like, it's just still fun to me. Like, yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel like work to me, man. It doesn't. I bet. That's tight, man. And and that 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 type of vibe is like, I've been out here in Georgia already five years and like those, those type of parties, like the taqueros there, they got a bartender and like, you know, like you said, the three, the three core things in a party, the music, the food and the drinks. Um, it's like, you know, you're with your friends, your close ones, you know, friends and family, like the people who you really care for. And it's just like all this good energy the whole night. Like that shit, you can't beat that, man. It's like, you know, especially when yeah. the, the taquero, I mean, the fucking taquero. I miss tacos. Bro, I've, I've, missed, <laughs> I've missed so many good taqueros. And it's funny because people hit me up and be like, hey, man, I know you got some good taqueros. I'm like, bro, I got everything. I got taqueros. I got dessert people. I know a churro, man. I know <laughs> DJs. Like, like I got everything on my sleeve. But um, it, it's the, the fun part about bartending in this setting versus like a bar, like a bar, you're just going to have a room full of strangers come together. A lot of times when I get to bartend, I get to meet someone's whole fucking family, usually yeah. their, their cousins, their uncle, their tias. And, and it's fucking it's for the most time, it's a good time, man. Like I, I, I rarely ever, you know, come across any drama. Yeah, or fights or stuff like that, and and that's one thing I don't miss about the bar. Yeah. There's always you know people staring each other down or fighting, yep. or just getting too loud. I'm like, the, probably the worst shit I see is you know your deals start fighting over that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. grandma has, yeah, yeah, they start <laughs> arguing about that, that that fucking little piece of terreno they got. Like, no, is this me or no? Like, bro. or a bunch of the, a bunch of the little nephews, those little primitos getting down and shit over over oh, some candies. 
or just silver drama. tooth activities, bro. Yeah, so exactly, <laughs> or, or fucking or baby mama drama or something, but nothing crazy. Um, yeah, the tia talking shit. The, the 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 niece that doesn't like a certain tia stuff like that. And the food accidentally brings a sancha to the party. Uh, <laughs> or funny shit you never seen people throwing up like on the dance floor, or some like shit like that. Like, oh, bro, I see that all the time. I, I've seen I've seen crazier shit than that. Like, hey, I remember, oh, certain, shit, yeah. bro. I won't forget this guy. I'll never forget this man. He he came up to me drunk, bro. And as a bartender, you really shouldn't serve people once you know they're too inebriated. Yeah, like that's the responsible thing to do. But then there's like with a especially with a guy, you can't just tell a guy, "Hey, bro, you're too fucked up. I can't serve you." Because there's that my cheese one, like yeah. takes over. Like fuck, you mean I, I could drink all you know, and, and it takes over them, and. I remember this dude comes up to me. He's like, I, I want a Patron shot. I'm like, all right. I'm like, you should really shouldn't have one, but fuck it. Here it goes. And I gave him a shot. This man straight walked like <laughs> 10 feet away from me, bro. He went and threw up in the in the bushes, just throws his fucking guts out, walks right back to me, stares me down again, bro. Pour me another one. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, bro, you just fucking barfed, like barfed your guts out, bro. He didn't care. He fucking poured you another one then. And, and, it, it's it's just the uh as a bartender you just gotta try to control the situations like like you don't want anyone to get rowdy on this man's not hurting anybody he's probably if anything he's only hurting himself he's gonna be hurting in the morning yeah, yeah he's he's probably gonna drink those shots he said va a ir a dormir in somewhere or something and shit ahí en los cuartos like that ay que me acosté en el colchón and shit they knock out <laughs> <laughs> wake up on mom's couch for real know? Yeah, that's you brought up. You brought up a good point, Stacks. Like, of ask or a good question asking him about shit that he's seen because that's like the one thing I was thinking about is like, I'm sure this, like, I ain't about have you give us a bunch of stories, but I could just imagine like the amount of like, shit yeah, you've seen. You like, see. Because, hey, like I said, at I mean, this fool's wedding, I got faded, bro. I was so <laughs> faded. I was on the dance floor, and at one point, no mames with me. I like, I just felt it, so I started walking to the restroom. You know, I didn't make it. Stacker had a fucking mouthful of throw up for like for like a couple steps, bro. And I couldn't hold it. And I just like with my hand. And I just like guided it to the trash can. Like go to the trash can. Bro. Oh, man. Hey, it happened in Cabo, too. I was I threw up coming out the pool in Cabo. And I walked to my room without a T-shirt. You're about to, you're about to have me <laughs> drop a story from back in high school. What, what I threw up on you? This was threw up on me, <laughs> on my whole arm one time because it, I won't give the full details. The whole point is, nah, this fucking food, give it details. We were outside. So the we're outside. Was, yeah, the homie was on the, the phone, was, and we're outside. With his and mom, kinda, with his mom. Yeah, was she like, was no, like telling him, food. telling him, like you know, he was pulling up all these excuses out of his ass so he wouldn't have to go home. And <laughs> this food was already like you know, yeah, <laughs> like, like, like his face looked already like he was like ready to pass out or something the pen will light it. yeah yep. and then he's yep. standing there looking at me and then he starts like going like uh, uh, and i'm like i move you know i move away and i'm like i'm like yo just puke over there you know and this was like nah i'm good i'm good i'm good started walking for whatever reason i started walking in the direction and we were in the same spot and yeah this just goes uh, and all over my arm bro from like my but, shoulder down projectile vomit bro have you ever, have you ever seen <laughs> did, did you ever play metal slug and you and you play metal stuck and you become a zombie. I don't know if you guys ever played that foot. Yeah, no, metal like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was hilarious, bro. <laughs> I was hilarious. I, I've, for actually, you. I've seen people do that same thing. Like, I remember this girl, 
asking for a shot. And same thing, man. I was like, nah, you're done. Like, like really, I was like, no, I'm not serving another shot responsibly, like respectfully. You just can't have another shot. And I remember somebody asking for one and giving it to her. And the minute I saw her face, I'm like, this girl's going to barf. Like, it's about to come out. I backed up a few feet, bro. I'm not lying to you. She started throwing up projectile status onto somebody. And I was like, I told you. I told you she had enough. I knew it. And and um, people got to learn the hard way sometimes. Yeah, I was about to yep. say that, yeah. Sometimes you just have to have that happen to you, you know, unfortunately. And then when you're small, and then when you're small, you hit yourself, and then your parents used to smack you after, like, ira por pendejo. ¿Quién te manda? Exactly. Yeah, my dad's famous one was, te voy a dar algo para que llores por algo. He's like, para que llores por algo, cabrón. I'm like, yeah, ah, never mind. Yeah, I, I, well, I think every 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 parent has a story like that where you just grow up that way, especially for us. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think everyone has a bad drunk story where they woke up the next day and seventy percent of what happened that night is erased. Oh know, yeah, I got a few, and you don't yeah. even me. I got a few. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's that's it sucks, man. And you wake up the next day, your nose hurts because you've been like. You know, spitting out that. Oh man, high school especially. Oh, that, dude, don't those, even say that. During shit. those punk, those punk show days and stuff like that, we used to go to shows and just like drink, you know, wine bags or. Oh, we used to do some stupid shit, man. And and yeah, yeah like, like you said, like you said, you used to get that fucking that 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 alcohol, that strong ass alcohol in high school. Yeah, it's just the mad dogs. The four <laughs> lo, four locals were like the ones that like this was. No, that shit was like groundbreaking. Brother, your brother, when he's we used to drink the sparks with this was brother. Yeah, we used to go watch soccer <laughs> games and drink sparks, bro. No mames. Spark. That, that's that's a bad combination. I don't think people realize. I'm like alcohol being a depressant, yeah, and energy drinks being a fucking a high, like you're you're just you're, up and down. Your like heart, a yeah, your heart does not know what to do. It's like, do I calm down or do I keep going? What the f- yeah. That's, I'm glad now that I just stick to the beers and I'm not too much of a of a, like a whiskey or or a uh like whiskey. I mean, I like tequila, like you know, and all that. But I just I don't know. I've tried drinking whiskey, and I've tried drinking like bourbon slow. And I I, I guess I gotta work up my my taste buds. You know what I mean? Like it, it it's still. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to take like the shot. Like I can't just be sipping. You know what I mean? Like I. I Right. I haven't got into that caliber of a drinker, I guess, <laughs> or at least not my. You, you know what's funny? You, you you're mentioning that it's like when you're um, then it's like epochas where where you st- when you, you know when you're young you like all that sweet shit, all that stuff that tastes good to you, and then you get to a certain age where you're like uh, you know you like fancier cocktails or you start you you up your game on on you know your alcohol game a little bit more. Yeah. Now we tell people your palate just changes because I remember drinking you know. Bacardi and Malibu and Parrot Bay and all this hypnotic. shit back in high school. I'm like, yeah, like hypnotic. Bombay. Oh, I, got, I got some stories about hypnotic that <laughs> drinking incredible hoax because you heard E40 rap about yeah. it. And, <laughs> and I'm like, man, like I'll, you can't get me to even sip on anything like that now because your palate just changes as, as you get older. Like, like even now, like I don't drink wine. Like I don't like red wine or white wine. Some people do. I'm like, I'm I'm sure by the time I get to my fifties, I'll probably be sipping wine. Hey, wine's good. But it's just not for me right now. It's good for you too. It's the trippy part, but 
Not me. In moderation. But I can't drink no more, dog, because we used to drink that shit in high school. If I smell vodka or taste the vodka in my mouth, I fucking jacked it. I just spit it out, bro. Vodka to me, that's nasty, bro. We used to drink Sky Vodka bottles, bro. Because you're not Russian, Stacks. You're not (laughs) Russian, that's why. (laughs) You should have been drinking tequila. Yeah, it's funny, man, because there's certain alcohols that come from certain regions, and I'm just like, they're just, it's, it's almost like it's in your blood. Like, I just generally... I gravitate to tequila. I always have. Tell me why. Yeah, now and... tequila's a shit. Yeah, I had a lot of, I had a, like a couple bad experiences with tequila, and then I, you know, because I was drinking like an idiot, and and then now, and I kind of was like, fuck that. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I stayed away from it for years, and then, and then I started realizing like, well, you're not supposed to like just chug off the bottle, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're not there's... supposed to drink Jose Cuervo. Yeah, yeah, and then there's and, yeah. and then that and then that there's way better tequilas out there for still like not super expensive like 50 60 bucks you can get yourself a good bottle of tequila you know and then if you want to get fancier or whatever but but there's yeah tequilas is the one that i definitely yeah that's the one that has over too. all the over all the spirits that's what i asked too like you know you're a bartender what can what can you recommend for people like how this was like a tequila you know how always people want to grab like Oh, an expensive tequila and shit. Like, what do you what kind of tequila that you know? Que tu digas it's affordable. You start buena. Que tu, you know that, well, that you know. What I see a lot of people drinking right now is like, like uh, Don Julio Setenta. Yeah, and, and you know, it's just it just goes with the trends. It's like you know, if, if you think back three or four years ago, you know, everyone was drinking Buc- Buchanan's, right? Yeah, yeah. Buchanan's, 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 Buchanan's yeah. Right, and, and, and <laughs> it, it's not really just because you see it you know, be marketed to you or commercialized, like, doesn't mean it's good. You know, Don Julio 70, it's a really good tequila, but there's also a lot of small batch tequila makers that, that people don't know about. Yep. And, and like, I'll give you an example. Like, for a while, I was bartending for this company uh, here locally. They're, they import, you know, from Jalisco, the way all tequila comes from Jalisco. Yep. And it's uh, Mandala, Tequila Mandala. And, you know, this guy had a few other brands. I'm like, these are really good quality brands that people don't know. And I was doing um, I was doing food events. They used to do these uh, food festivals in downtown L.A. So you would have all these restaurants come in and be like, let me. It's, there was one called Taste of Mexico was a big one where they would do tacos. Uh, they would do certain Mexican foods. But there would be other companies there that did the, the beer and the tequila. And I remember using these tequilas and people were like, hey, I never heard of this. It's really good. Like. I'm like, yeah, usually you don't hear about the good companies because they're smaller. You yeah. know, they, they still they still have that that from from fucking scratch, you know, feeling. Yeah. And so, you know, some of these other companies, just because they're big doesn't mean they're good. I'm like, Great Goose. Great Goose is made the same way Smirnoff is. Great Goose is $50. $50 Smirnoff is 15 yeah. <laughs> uh, There's no difference on how it's made, man. It really isn't. That's yeah, that's so yeah. So, so, so just getting back to your question, I'm like, find one that works for you instead of following the trends. Like, like to me, I, I love Don Julio 70. To me, it's really good tequila, but I, I've always been one that if I see everyone else doing it, I kind of just tend to shy away from it. Yeah, so I was doing like Herradura, um, Herradura's Ultranejo. Yeah, like... Herradura, Ultranejo. I have a few, you know, I have my own personal collection of, of uh, more expensive tequilas, more sipping tequilas, and I see some people, you know. It might be a special occasion like their birthday and they'll spend they'll spend some change on like don julio 1942 and Ooh, that I'm just one's like, good cold that one's good cold I yeah like it's, go- it's good but then i see them put a squirt in there yeah i was about like, to say that you just, 
You're not, you're not enjoying yeah. it like that. Put squirt no. on the cheek tequila, you know. Buy yeah, exactly. Buy you gotta, you gotta put, you just threw a thirty dollar shot down the drain by putting squirt in it. Yeah. yeah, put that shit in the freezer, let it freeze, and then serve the shots and tomate late. Yeah, nice yeah. and cold. Nah, there's yeah, certain there's certain. I'm trying to think of like some of the stuff that I've drank recently, but. Cause there's a there's a bottle that 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 deluxe bought during the wedding, which is what's what's that one called? It has like a ceramic, like it looks like the old school Mexican art, Fuck, like ceramic I don't art. Remember. That was a different Arce- one. Uh, tequila Arce- Arsenal. Uh, it could have been Mandala. Yeah, I can't. It could have been uh, Dos Artes, uh, Clase Azul. No, I don't think a- it was Clase Azul. It might be Dos Artes. I think it, it was. I think it was one of the first ones that you said. One of the two first ones. Um, that's a good one. And then, but then there's also, you know, it's trippy because there's a lot of like actors too that have like their own, like Casa Amigos is George Clooney. And then like The Rock has his own tequila. And I just trip out. Mandala. And yeah. And that's then I just, the, the... I trip out on how that works, uh, how it works. Teramana. Teramana is The Rock's tequila. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. One, the, the, yeah. They had on, I, I worked on a movie where he was, uh, he was one of the, well, he was a protagonist. It's coming out like sometime next year and everyone has a gift. They gave him a bottle of that. A mí no me pelaron. A mí me dieron una pinche mochila, which is tight too. <laughs> I, got a, <laughs> I got a rock. I got a backpack from that food, but like, I was like, man, I want to, I'd rather have the tequila shit, you know, but, <laughs> but it, I went to Tequila Jalisco, bro. And uh, when was it like 2000, I don't know, 18, something like that. During the summer, I went there with, I have some cousins out there that live in, um, in Guadalajara and we went to Tequila. It's so, it's beautiful, man. And like when you're driving down the road to get to there, man, everything is filled with agave. There's agave. Yeah. Like it's crazy how much yep. it, it's just like everywhere, bro. You can see miles and miles of just, just well, that's, everywhere. It's everywhere in Jalisco. Cause I went to Yawalica one year. And I don't know if it's around fucking tequila, but I remember we went to Yawalica because my grandma's from there. And my okay. grandma went to Yawalica. And you know how you say, just see the agave for miles. For miles, crazy, bro. Yeah. And I went to the Jose Cuervo, the Jose Cuervo place, and like tasted there. And they have, right there, they have like, you know, certain like uh, years or whatever of tequila if you want to buy it. And obviously, like, I should have spent money, but I wasn't, I didn't go prepared with cash and I kind of boned myself. But um, but like they just had like some shit that you're like, damn, like I, if, if I'm gonna drop like 300, 400 bucks on something like a tequila bottle, then I'll do it here at the source because you know it's gonna be like some good shit, you know. But right, but I, I bite my tongue saying that because I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy as you guys mentioned all this like like miles and miles of agave. Even so, like there's still a shortage on 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 plants. I bet. So. So, so that's why you've seen the prices of tequila go up and, and, you know, with inflation comes, like people don't mind spending a hundred dollars on a bottle or two. Like I've got some bottles in my own collection that are like, you know, I paid three or $400 for, and I don't mind spending it. Cause I'm like, once you, like I said, once you get to taste different tequilas, you kind of get a little a palate, your palate changes a little bit. You start to recognize yeah. flavors and stuff. And, um, you don't mind spending that money on it because you know that craftsmanship is behind it. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they it's the same thing with weed. It's the same thing with weed with me, dog. It's the same right. thing with weed with me. I hate when people be like, oh, go to these labs that are just right here in the hood. Like, yeah, you go to these labs that are right here, the ghetto ones, bro, but you're getting getting headache weed, fool. Like, that's just nasty, bro. You go to a lab, 
that's legit taxing you and doing it legit, bro. You're getting weed that's tested and tastes good, and you're getting, you know, it, you know, that's how you say you get bro, all the fucking matters. charts. The yeah. it's crazy how they give you the charts with the amount of THC and all that that's involved in in what you're buying. Like that just has developed into. And, they made it in the whole lab. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like the tequila too. Like that. What's your name that got it? They're talking shit about the 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 Jenner girl about the eight one eight tequila. Jenner. Yeah, the eight one eight tequila. <laughs> yeah, but I saw that video on Instagram and I see her tasting tequila. I'm like, this girl, this probably is first time she's ever drank tequila in her life. She was, she was, she just agreed. They're like, okay, just nod when you drink this one. And I'm like, that's that's pretty much what she did. Like, yeah, I mean, the, the people, are gonna, pay, people are gonna pay for that. Like, just to, to for anything she's into, she has so much influence over uh, a lot of people. Like, because of the way that she's, you know, so popular and all that. She drinks. They were born into tequila, dog. No, I, I don't know. So throwing throwing people under the bus, look, another story, throwing my uncle under the bus when I was small, like, once they like 10, 11 years old, they were drinking in my grandma's house, and they were drinking, think cazadores, or, yeah, bro, cazadores, uh, and I remember they had, like, one, you remember those glass cups that they used to drink, like, those big, like, just straight glass cups, like, not shots, glass cups, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was right there, and that fool told my dad, I was looking at it and he's like, "Este quiere tequila," and that fool served me two cups of that shit, bro. <laughs> Drank them straight. I was like eleven. I don't remember, bro, but I remember that story. I remember that? I remember that shit. That fool's like, "Get it, tomar." My fool gave me two fucking cups full, dog. Like they were born into that shit. Is that, like what, that. <laughs> is that when you first started seeing the chanekes or what? That's probably why you have this thing with chanekes now, fucking. Stacked. Oh yeah, I, that, that's that's when I interacted with the the chanekes. They were like, they were always screaming. Your first calling. experience with them. The chaneque, yo, that was the first time I seen the little red eyes and all that. Oh shit! <laughs> nah, well this day, this week's chaneque dog. This week's chaneque comes around this time of year, bro. This time of year is when this chaneca, you know, creeps and crawls <laughs> and makes his way back to his family. Oh, you know, man. this chaneca creeps and crawls to his family. Hey, it could be a man. It could be a woman. They creep and crawl back to their family. They hadn't seen them in years, but in a year. But they come around this time because why? They want to claim their kids. These chanekas <laughs> want to get a piece of that. Action the tax season. <laughs> yeah, they these chanekas this time of year, you know, they crawl back into their families, you know, they like, hey, hello, they bring a little bit of toys. Remember me, I'm your but daddy. <laughs> but they do it for a reason. <laughs> they do it for a reason. So this week, Chaneke, you know, don't be a fucking bad mom, bad dad, and don't come around all year and just around this time. <laughs> You want to come back and, you know, get some taxes and shit. You're busting a good one. You want to hook up your car with some a surround system and some spinners on your car. <laughs> you want to lift up your fucking Escalade. You want to lift up your Astro van. Or drop of, it. Or you want to drop your fucking Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> you know, if you want to do that, just don't crawl back into your family's life because you haven't been there all year, dog. <laughs> don't be a chaneke. That's this week's chaneke. I don't know if you guys ever seen those chanekes, but you know, there's always we know they're out around. there. Yeah, they're definitely out there trying to get that money, <laughs> trying to get that money, and then and then even more now that that stimmy, if that stimmy hits, stimmy stimmy's hitting. You know, then in the next stimmy, they've been talking about you know for fucking who knows how long. It's funny that you bring <laughs> up this, the stuff about all that IRS shit because. 
for the last like seven months, every time I go to Google, I don't know if you guys notice they give you like the trending topics or whatever. When am I going to get my next stimmy check? It's always like the trending topic, bro. Google is like, people just want to get that check. It's like, and like you're saying now, they're coming around saying, Dean, being Papa, the real Papa, and trying to get yeah. it. <laughs> or Mama. You know, well, me is your daddy, Roberto. Yeah, just, we, I, I think hey. a water boy. <laughs> Roberto, <laughs> water boy, yo, Roberto. <laughs> Man, but. That's a good chaneke. That's true, man. Don't be one of them. Just be present in your kid's life. If you ain't with your baby mama <laughs> no more, that's, that doesn't mean you're not with the kid. That kid's yours yeah. forever, you know? Yeah. You probably know that better than both of us. You got My wife's pregnant right now. I don't have the child that's still in development, but you got you got kids. You know what, what it's like, man. Yeah, man. I have two daughters, and it's um, it's a lot of work. Like People don't realize like having kids is a lot of work. But um, it changes your life. It, it's, you know, it's, I feel like for a man, it makes you mature a lot. Like, like you know, the whole time she was, my wife was pregnant, you know, I didn't really, um, you're just kind of waiting. You're not prepared for it. You're not prepared for it. And, and it's, I heard someone say, like, as soon as you see that baby come out, like something in you, like, it, it just, like, like, it, it rises or, yeah. or it's born yep. with it. And I'm like, man, I remember like, you know, the baby was just born and, and, you know, people are going this way, going that way. And you're just like, holy shit, like this really just happened. <laughs> and I remember the nurse taking me and she's like, here, we're going to give your baby a bath. And I was just like, I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, you give her a bath. You're the nurse. Like, what do you mean? Me? And, you know, I'm holding this, this thing, this thing fits in the palm of my hand, man. Like this little tiny baby fits on time in the palm of my hand. And, and I'm, I'm washing it under a, in the sink, like just washing it off. And I'm like, man, this shit's crazy. And, and it, it trips me out now because I'm like, my daughter, my oldest is five, yeah. the baby's two. And sometimes you catch yourself as a dad, like, like you're going to like quote these words, man, you're going to catch yourself doing it too. You're going to sit there and you're just going to stare at him. And you're just gonna be like, man, where the fuck did you come from? Like, he, <laughs> like literally, like I, I always go back to his Dave Chappelle joke where he, li- or, or he just looks at the babies like, you came out of my balls. Like, crazy, yeah, man. yo, that's right. I fucking like I created you. Like it's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it is. It's still, I mean, to this, like right now, you know, the baby's kicking and stuff, and it's just like I start having like little like you know visions of me like you know with them and stuff like that. It's trippy, man. It's like, and like the bigger she gets, the more like real it, it feels. You know, like oh damn, like I created a, a little little baby boo. But um, yeah. I'm excited, man. And as a man, like, like I always, I like to joke and fuck around. I'm like, like women are always like, uh, you know, they created life. I'm like, what about us? Like we fucking, uh, we did some work in there too. Hey. We, we created some life as well. Yeah, it has to be the perfect <laughs> aim, man. You got to aim it in the right direction. Cause how, yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you got to get it just right in there. You guys are running off. It's like a relay no, race. No, cualquiera, no, cualquiera. <laughs> <laughs> they stand training for their whole life. They're they training their whole life for one goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. yeah well, man, I just want to say, you know, thank you for thank for you. kicking it with us and having this conversation. And if you want to throw your Instagram and throw everything out there right plug. now for the peach, throwing your plug, you know, do your thing, man. Yeah, man. If if uh, you guys want to check me out on Instagram and some of the work that I do and what my my drinks look like what my setups are like my my business page is ts bartending top shelf uh 
T.S. Bartini on Instagram. And then, my, you know, if you guys want to follow me on my personal Instagram, it's mostly just me fucking around, posting funny shit. And that's uh, Top Shelf, King Jewels, J-U-E-L-Z. And, um, you know, the, to, if I leave with one thing, is just to encourage people. I'm like, if, if you got something that you want to do or pursue, no matter how big or small, like, just, just start doing it. Because I'm like, most people... If if you just start doing it, I'm like you start to find your path and 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 what your kind of purpose is. Oh yeah, man. Well, thank you so much for that. That's all good. Good energy. Hey, go hit the homium. Go get them drinks. Go get them drinks. Go get them drinks. Let's just get you litty like a motherfucking titty. Uh (laughs) You know what I mean? Go get them drinks. And to the people listening, well, we're grateful you guys are sitting here with us on another episode, episode Thank 22. You. Next week, I'll be in Cali. with the, Maybe I'll go kick it with Stacks. Rock some. We got some gear that we just got. Shout out to the, the to real, the real ones. ones. Yeah, go um, check them out. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys in another week. Peace out. Thank Love. you. Thank you. We thank you for listening to the Shelton Podcast with me and Key Botics.